you know that at the core of your being, that's not who you are. And yet this interaction with this person is making you feel that way. You have to start believing in your own reality. Welcome to Through the Fire, a podcast about how to live life while experiencing emotional abuse. Each week, I'll share my experiences with you, and we'll break down the lessons I've learned and help you apply them to your own life so that we can all start living with joy and purpose while learning how to keep ourselves safe and sane. Welcome, welcome. Today, I want to talk about the cycle that you go through when you're in an unhealthy relationship. Um, Some people call this the abuse cycle, um, but if you don't identify as having an abusive relationship, you still might notice a lot of these patterns with the difficult people in your life. In the beginning, everything is wonderful. They pay attention to you, they care about you, they maybe give you gifts, or maybe they just seem to have so much in common with you. Everything just seems right, it seems perfect. Then things start to get a little difficult, tension builds, maybe you get into a fight, maybe there's some sort of event. And then there's what they call the honeymoon phase, which is where everything becomes really good again, right? Some people will apologize and, oh, I'm sorry I did that. It'll never happen again. Some people don't apologize. They just make a subtle shift in their behavior and start treating you really nice. And that's what I've noticed in my life and in my situation, that most of the time after a big blow up or a big fight, he won't admit that he's wrong. He won't apologize profusely unless he's actually done something undeniably messed up, but that's pretty rare. Most of the time he maintains that plausible deniability like we talked about in the last episode, his ability to deny that he's done anything wrong. And after the fights, it just is a subtle shift back to being sweet and being kind. Maybe he would bring me flowers. Maybe he'll be extra attentive. Maybe I'll get a foot rub. And if I say anything about it, like, oh, you've been really nice this week, he'll usually respond with something along the lines of, I'm always like this. What are you talking about? Or just make me feel like I'm being completely ridiculous that I would even notice him being nice because he's always like that. He always treats me so good. And it's everything in my life is just so perfect. Why would I even recognize that that is something to acknowledge? And that is also a manipulation. And it's really hard to to recognize that in the moment because of the way that it comes across. You start questioning, oh, okay, well, maybe, well, he is right. You know, most of the time he is pretty cool. And most of the time he does do these things. And there's, there's times where we fight, but for the most part, he does take care of me and he does do all this stuff. They get into your head. They make you believe their story, their story. And it's very confusing because you're left feeling like, well, I was trying to say something nice, but now I feel bad about saying something nice because they've somehow made it seem like by me saying something nice, I'm implying that most of the time they're not nice. It's twisted, but they do it on purpose. They're just trying to keep you off balance. They're trying to keep you confused so that they can control you. That's what happens in my relationship very frequently. <laughs> Recently, I've noticed a, a major shift to kindness, to intimacy, to being sweet. Um, last night, as we were going to bed, he thanked me for letting us be ourselves this week. And I didn't really know what to say. It made me feel very uncomfortable when he said that. I felt so offended. Like he was implying that I don't always let him act like himself. 
or I don't always let us be happy, that I'm always trying to keep that from happening in some way, but except for this week, this week was different. And that's the exact same tactic that they use to make you feel confused when you thank them for being nice. And even as I'm recording this, I can I can hear them in my head and I'm feeling conflicted because on one hand, I'm complaining about him doing something that I end up doing. They design their behavior to make you feel that way. They do that on purpose. They're trying to do exactly what he's doing to me right now, where I'm complaining about something that he's doing and yet I end up doing the same thing. So it makes me look like a hypocrite. When in reality, they have spent so much time playing with your head, manipulating your emotions, setting it up so that you feel like this. So then that way they can say, look, you're acting crazy and you have a hard time arguing with them. But the difference is that I'm pretty stable in my actions and in my behavior and in my moods. They don't fluctuate very much. But with him, it's a constant roller coaster. It's up and it's down and he's angry and I'm the worst and then I'm the best. And and so when you do have a moment of peace, you're like, oh, I should reinforce this. I should I should reward him, you know, and so then that way you can help them know that this is the kind of behavior that I want. But they somehow managed to twist it to make it seem like you're saying they're not usually like that, which in a way, I mean, that is kind of true, which is probably why. I got upset when he said that to me last night because I felt like he was trying to reverse the roles. Like I'm the one that's always causing chaos in the relationship, which is not true. 99% of the time I'm trying to do damage control and I am trying to keep the peace and I'm trying to smooth everything out with this roller coaster, right? I'm trying to make it a, a smooth ride. So that's kind of why when he said that to me, I got, I got upset. So back to last night with this comment, that he, he thanked me for allowing us to be ourselves this week. And I asked him, what did he mean by that? And he was just like, oh, you know, just, you know, I mean, just, um, you know, us just being ourselves, just like having fun and laughing and stuff. And that kind of jumbled speak where they don't really say anything. Some people call it like word salad. It's basically like you just throw a bunch of words in a bowl and shake it up and it kind of makes a sentence. But when you stop to think about it, you realize they didn't actually say anything. Sometimes they'll talk about things on a related topic that are not quite the question that you ask. They're not quite answering the question they're supposed to answer, but it, the words that they're using sound related. So you just get really confused and are, and think, oh, okay, well, I'll try to sort this out in my brain later. But then when you try to sort it out, you can't because what they said didn't make any sense. That's what word salad is. And so we kind of did that, that word salad thing. And I said, well, do you mean that I let you be yourself because I let you drink this week? He said, no, no, that's not it. And the reason I said that was because after our domestic violence incident last year, he promised he was going to stop drinking. And he did for a really long time. But I enjoy drink from time to time. And he finds it very uncomfortable to be around people who are drinking and not drink himself. And with this whole shelter in place quarantine thing going on, I'm feeling very alone and very isolated. So I started socializing with our neighbors a little bit more and they drink a lot. I don't have a problem with drinking. So I would have a few beers with them in the afternoon. And if he would come home, he would join in. And we did that a couple of times this week. Now, I didn't force him to drink. 
I didn't tell him to drink. He asked if he could, and I'm not his mom. He can do what he wants to do. He's going to ultimately have to suffer the consequences if he makes poor choices while he's drinking. But I just basically said, you know, do what you want. And he mostly kept his cool the whole week. He got a little mad one night while we were drinking, but for the most part, he was very well behaved. So I didn't say much about it. The other thing that he said about us being ourselves was that we went on a motorcycle ride yesterday. And I thought that was interesting that he brought that up because it's the first bike ride we've ever been on together. He tried to get me to quit riding my bike. He tried to get me to sell my bike. He tried to get me to completely move away from that part of myself, which I wasn't willing to do. And then he decided he was going to buy his own bike. And it was the first time since he bought his bike we were actually able to take it out. So I was a little confused that him saying us going on a bike ride was letting him be himself when that was something he didn't even want to do for a very long time and something he didn't want me to do for a very long time. But the main point about this is that he was trying to make me feel like all the turmoil in our relationship is my fault and that this week I did something different to make it more peaceful, which is absolutely the opposite of what's happening. What's actually happening is that he's shifted his behavior. Like we talked about in a previous episode, I have suspected that he recently started something up with another person. And if you know anything about signs of people being unfaithful, a lot of that is that they change their patterns. And some people can become more distant and some people can become more attentive. Some people can become more romantic and more caring. I believe that this is because they're feeling guilty about what they're doing. So they're trying to make up for it. It's very telling when somebody changes their patterns. And this week has been a whole host of changed patterns. So now you've heard the story. What's the lesson here? The lesson here is that in order for us to deal with situations like this that make us feel crazy, that make us feel like hypocrites, we have to analyze what's really going on and get honest with ourselves. You have to get in touch with your gut feeling, your intuition. Something is telling you this doesn't seem right. And what he's saying is making me feel like a hypocrite, but that doesn't really feel right. I know that I'm not a hypocrite. I know that I'm not one to say something and do something else. I'm not one to say somebody else can't do something and then I do it. You know, you know that at the core of your being, that's not who you are. And yet this interaction with this person is making you feel that way. You have to get in touch with who you truly are and what is actually happening. And you have to be honest with yourself. You have to look past their stories and stop believing what they're telling you and start looking at what your reality is. You have to start believing in your own reality. And I know that it's really hard to do that when you have somebody who's constantly telling you what is real and what is not real and what you're feeling and what you should be thinking And they're trying to control every little thing about you down to what you think and what you believe. But you have to trust yourself. You have to learn how to connect with yourself, connect with your higher power, connect with your own reality and stand firm in that. It's so easy to get manipulated by somebody who has been manipulating you. And when you start to see it, when you start to think about your situations and and say, you know what, I I think he's trying to manipulate me. You have to take that idea and and really analyze it, really hold on to it, run with it, at least for me. For me, a lot of times I don't even recognize when he's trying to manipulate me. So when I do see it or when I question it and I go, is he trying to manipulate me? The answer is almost always yes. 
if I describe the situation to somebody else, they can see it so clearly, so much more clearly than I can. They'll say right out of the gate, that's a manipulation. Like he's messing with your head right there. My reaction is usually like, really? Is he, that's what that is? That, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. So if you're feeling that way, you probably are being manipulated. So it's a really good idea to get help from your support system. Talk about this with somebody else. Another thing difficult people really like to do is to get you to stop talking about it with other people. Because if you don't have any rational-minded people explaining the situation and helping you see the truth, then they can continue to tell you what they want your truth to be. It's why abusers and manipulators isolate you from your friends and family because they only want you to believe what they tell you so that they can have the power and control. And it's really important for you, whether you choose to stay in your difficult relationship or get out, it is very important that you learn how to take your power back, that you learn how to trust your own reality and to trust yourself. So I hope that this episode has helped you see that and giving you an example of how easy it is to get caught up in other people's stories and what you can do to start making a shift to be able to take care of yourself, to show yourself some love and care and compassion and do what's best for you. If you have questions that you would like me to address on this podcast, or if you want to join the discussion, meet us over in our Facebook group, Through the Fire. There you can build a community of people who are in a similar situation, going through similar things. You can help build out your support system and you can help get this advice from people who are not in your situation. You know, they always say that when you're in it, sometimes you're too close to see what's going on and it really takes an outsider to look at the situation to get a clear picture of it. So you can do that in our Facebook group. I'm available to help you out. And it's a really amazing place for people just to connect, to get the support that they need. So I really encourage you to join us there in our Facebook group, Through the Fire. Catch you next week.